yo, 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 ha yeah, you have now entered Square Circle 101, you got your man that tight, tie and style and Mr. Sunny L. Now with me, the only man to start a petition to bring the N-word back to edited albums. My man Shooter, how you doing? What? <laughs> hey man, sometimes you swing it a bit, man. It's all right though. I still love you, man. It but, sounded uh, better in my head when I first started. it. <laughs> yeah, you Make sure you hit us up better. on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle One One, or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle One One, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack One Hundred One. Man, it feels good. How you feeling today, man? Man, I feel good, man. Uh, lots going on, but you know what? I'm above ground, so yes. I have no complaints, man. That is true. That is true, man. Definitely good. We have, uh, we're going to, for the last couple of weeks, we got some fights to talk about here. Um, a lot of good things on the horizon, bad things in the beginning here, but we'll, we'll get to all of it, man. Yeah. What you got for me? How we winning? My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me. Sound like someone with a masturbation addiction right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man. Don't, don't forget was... to work in the left. Always work in the left. No, nah, man. It's, uh, currently going through right now uh one of the things with one of my best friends and it's just like it's funny to see like how far you come from but then also all the steps you could have taken to be better if you didn't take care of those earlier you ended up messing yourself up in the long run man so it's just like most of the time uh we're uh, every really man, bad at self-sabotage man so every and, every every dude on the planet and it's because it's because of the ego. If you want to, the, the easiest way to hurt a man emotionally is you attack his ego. So your ego will get you in trouble. Your ego will have you make bad decisions. Uh, attached, attached to your ego, man, is part yeah. of, part of the about being a man. Yeah, I'm going to be young forever, so I have time. Exactly. It's right. One of the, one of the worst hey. things that you're thinking is always going to have time, man. Hey, so if you're alive, then there is some time available to do it. But it doesn't mean that you got to dedicate your life to become like a professional hockey player at the age of 44. You know, it's not going to happen. Or learn even to ice skate probably at 44, which I'm not going to do, by the way. So. Rest in peace to a homeboy who got sliced and killed on the oh, hockey bro. ring, man. That's, I mean, yeah, man, it's not like, what we do, but. Nah, yeah, bruh. man. When I first, I someone first sent it to me, I thought it was the one from like 10 years ago now where the goalie got sliced. Mm -hmm. Nah, this was like a karate kick accident that just, yeah, yeah wild. Mm -hmm. He did not get in his own way, though. So one more time, what's that quote? My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me. Yeah. That sounds like something Puff Daddy would say, too. Take that. Take that. Kanye. Kanye. Ah. For once, I'm, I'm okay with the quote, because <laughs> Kanye is a good guy. No, that wasn't, that wasn't a Kanye quote, but I'm just saying that's something Kanye would say. Yeah. He wouldn't stop talking, at least. Similar to me. So I like the quote real good, but we're going to stay on the rest in peace note, because we're going to say rest in peace to my man, Burt Young. R.I.P. Pauly. Rocky. Yeah. He passed over he passed away over the last week. I know you've been waiting to get on that. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? That's that's definitely one where honestly I thought he was already dead because of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but then when I found that he did pass away, I was like, yeah. oh shit, okay. It's one of those two, it's like one of those characters you played his role so good, you hate him. Whether in real life so is just much. like your boy Rocky went broke because of him. Because of him. He, he is like as much as he told, much as he told him he loved him at the very end. Yeah. It's it's kinda like one of those things like, why do you have this dude around uh Wife's brother or not? Yeah, but you know exactly. that was terrible. But uh, no help. Uh, phenomenal boxer. Yeah, and trainer. Yeah. Yes, he's a pretty good yes. trainer too. So yes. rest rest in peace to Paulie. Burt um, Young. Burt Young. Um, was he in anything else besides Rocky? I've seen him in other movies, but nothing notable that I could think of off the top of my head. His, mm -hmm. his acting career was really based around boxing Rocky. and rocking because yeah. he was more he's more in the boxing scene. Just happened to play that role really well. Um, I think you can play that well. Just a drunk ass. Stone, but yeah, yeah, I definitely could. Mm. You know what I'm saying that's why they're gonna get Billy Joe Saunders to play me in my movie. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, mm. you guys uh, got the same build, same frame, <laughs> same frame, same frame. Similar, similar, similar. Yeah. Now, uh, one more rest in peace to Showtime Boxing, bruh. They're gonna finish the card at the year. I, I'm glad you brought this up because, like, you know, we. For all of our listeners, man, we we got busy schedules. Like people got work, people got kids. Like mm -hmm. there's always there's always stuff going on, so we can't get in here as often as we want to. We've been we've been more consistent than we have been the past few years. Um, but I'm glad you're bringing this up, just because like we've now now that we've we went watched through HBO, HBO yeah, and then we've grown up watching HBO boxing. Yeah, like that was a staple, man. Yeah. We, we talked to King of the Sneak Disc, Jim Lampley, you know, 
the flourishing career of Max Kellerman after yeah. that, you know, as when you, you know, Jim, you know, the, the Harold Le the Harold Letterman score scorecards, man. Drunker than you, anybody ever. You yeah. know. Oh, yeah, Harold uh, Letterman, yeah. What, what was his name who Mayweather cussed out? Um, God. Larry Merchant. La Larry Merchant mm -hmm. and all those kind drunk. of things like that, man. It's, I remember Bernard Hopkins told him to have another drink, Larry. You know, <laughs> have another drink, Larry. It, it's it's another end of the era, man. I mean, May, Mayweather was one of those people who signed like one of the major contracts, like right after that, and I think it was what Canelo mm -hmm. after that. And Showtime's and, been the heart of pay per view boxing right now for yeah, everybody. That's all we had once yeah. once HBO shut down. Then it was then it all it was. And it, I'm I would I would assume they want to monopolize on the market, but for because everything is turning to a streaming uh, mm -hmm. platform instead of your your traditional network style TV platform. Yeah. Um, and I think really it has to do with, I think one of the reasons why they're backing out of it because majority of their content will no, no longer be like scheduled programming. Yeah. They just, they'll, they'll, they'll take the programming hit shuffle for people that have live TV and just whatever plays. Mm -hmm. But then sports is that's scheduled programming that you got to make sure is precise. Yeah. I mean, we're getting off a little bit off yeah, the yeah. topic of boxing, but no, uh, but at the same time, it's, this is what happens when you gouge people for pricing for so long, man. People like, like, look. Yeah. Cost of living's going up, so yeah. you keep hitting people over the head with eighty, ninety dollar pay per views, and people are going to find other ways to stream it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, real fans are going to support regardless, of like mm -hmm. whoever fight they they want to see. But like, you can't just keep hitting people with, especially with mediocre. Mediocre. Like, we love yeah, Canelo. Yeah. This last fight he had with uh with Jamel Charlo was the best, was the best fight, fight card he's, he's ever, ever had. So you're paying you're paying seventy eighty dollars yes. for any or sometimes a hundred for a fight card, and the only thing is the main event, which is halfway decent, which you already know who's going to win. So it's like it's sad, but do you see it? Did you kind of see it coming? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, I didn't think I, it would happen so soon, but it was one of those things that. I don't know. It's one of those things that it was definitely going to happen. Definitely. So we, we did cover. We covered Canelo and Jamel last show, right? Yeah, we did. Okay. We covered them. Um, with this Showtime exiting, it's what done at the end of the year, or was yeah. it at the end of the end at of the, the year? At the end of the, this year, they have whatever boxing they have scheduled. Yeah, they're out taking. For, yeah, they're it. taking that. The what I wanted to see was the same thing that they did with HBO. The montage that they had at the end. That's so, that's the thing that I want to see, like over the yes, lifetime of yeah, Showtime. Yeah, like, hey, up, yo, the HBO it did, one, it man, it, it got me choked up a little bit, man. Yeah. I was like, you, know, you, just, you can feel it in your chest a little bit, and you got to squint your eyes and you know yeah. try to get that frog out of your throat, man. It's it's just what it is, man. So now with everything, I've always been a proponent on you know with every positive reaction, there's a negative, and with every negative, there's a positive. The only thing the Chinese have right is yin and yang. Yeah. Now that's with. It. With the RIP of Showtime, Netflix is now exploring live boxing shows with the PBC and Jake Paul. So this is the beginning. Uh, a streaming platform already <sighs> trying to get it. I do like that they're working with the PBC. And whether you like Jake Paul or not, he's a great fight promoter. He really is. I mean, Amanda Serrano would not be paid if it wasn't for him. I understand that. So that but, part of it. But look at who we're putting boxing in the hands of. Yeah. And, and then we're going to get to this. We're... When do we get into Tyson Fury? How far down? Um, we're close already. That's the majority it, it, of the show. It's, I'm, I'm very disgusted in that. Like, boxing's still not dead per se. Like, there's still great fights to be made, mm -hmm. and this is one of those things where it's like we complain about multiple times. We complain about the difference between UFC and mm -hmm. boxing. It's like we're happy that these boxers are having their career in their own hands, mm -hmm. but then they're not fighting as frequent. And that's the one thing that UFC does have correct. Yes. And then, and so it's like, but now it's becoming a popularity contest. Yes. Like just like the NBA all-star game it's it based is based off votes. So it's yeah. not even who's the best out there. Yeah. It's just who's the most popular. So yeah. like, I'll stop doing this show if I have to listen to Jake Paul promote every <laughs> single fight or, you know, of that caliber of that nature, man. It's like, how are we leaving boxing and then schedule programming and pay-per-view into the hands of a YouTube yeah. star? I think with that, I think it's more in lines. We'll only see him promote his fights and his fight card. Um, I don't, I don't. See but then him. people are going to go with the money, though, and he's getting paid. Mm -hmm. He's getting paid. He's getting his fighters paid. So why wouldn't any boxer go yeah. under his fight card? Yeah. So I mean, he's 
boxing, quote unquote, per se. Yeah. So he's it's also, like, why, why, why wouldn't you? He's also on pace to be the best, possibly one of the best fight promoters out there if he just dedicated promoting instead of wanting to be a fighter also. But he, he could fight. But I do like his dedication for the sport and to the sport. It's just the way he got there I don't agree with. And that's the part that I don't like and you probably don't like because... It's I don't know if it's just me like necessarily this. getting old, but I hate everything now. It's just like, this is so disgusting. Exactly I just hate the state. It's yeah. like, you call this promotion? You call this boxing? Yeah. It's like, there's more views or people here than any other event. But yeah, it, no, uh, I get it. This is, it's it, disgusting. Do you feel the man. same way with rap music? Oh, I hate rap music now, man. I, I, I told you, I hate everything. You know what I actually, you know what I actually just downloaded? uh immortal techniques first album wow like like that's that's where I i'm just at downloaded life. all of az's catalog i actually just listened to az's last album his you know one? like yeah. his his newest yeah, one like he has in the same but like that's yeah. what that's where i'm at it's like yeah, i hate place. i hate anybody under 30 years old yeah yeah right. my girlfriend just made the cutoff <laughs> <laughs> it was just like i almost hate her too but you got 16 hours or something like that whenever it is but it's <clears throat> these are one of those things where it's like I kind of wish I was involved because it's like if you if you have a problem do something about it like well and that's what's happening because you know Netflix isn't the only one exploring boxing because you know Terrence Crawford had the meeting with Ryan Garcia and a few other fighters and they're yeah. talking about starting their own fight network I would not be opposed to that that is it's what we need yeah. specifically um, for current fights because then you can have three channels and you could sell it to cable and networks and have a streaming platform option also. Mm -hmm. Especially because it's starting during the streaming era. And when it's made by fighters, you know fighters will get paid. And it'll stay, it'll stay structural with traditional boxing that we mm -hmm. know today. So I'm looking forward to that. It's, Hopefully they can set egos aside and come together with it. You know, it's just like, the, you know how they, you know, the classic cliche is mm -hmm. like, uh, insanity is doing the same thing over yeah. and over again, expecting a different result. And then so once we had the Mayweather retire, then we had, you know, you had the Oscar De La Hoya who wanted to fight everybody. Mayweather did it correctly how everybody wants to do it as far as get paid, stay undefeated. Mm -hmm. Terrible blueprint for the rest of boxing because it's just, Mayweather is like Steph Curry. It's like, yeah. hey, that is great. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can shoot. Not everybody. Not everybody can court. do. Not yeah. everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. And then so that's definitely made boxing very stagnant because like everybody's chasing that same thing here. I'm worth this. I'm like, eh, a lot of you guys aren't. A lot of you guys aren't worth, you know, a certain dollar amount. And we're not getting the fights that we want to see. It's like, as much as I love Shakur Stevenson, he's really getting under my skin because he wants to fight everybody. He's talking more yeah. than he's actually uh, making production and trying mm -hmm. to get a fight and stuff like that in one of these high-end fights. Yes, and, and instead of talking to people directly, he's talking to everybody mm -hmm. else but them. And that part is a little annoying because... And I, I don't know if that's advice from the promoters or, yeah. or, he, or just not trying to engage on social media, which is probably smart. One of the things, one of the things is I was, uh, I literally was, I was watching, I was watching Drink Champs the other day, and then who's the guest? Fat Joe. Nice. It was Fat Joe. I think it was Drink Champs or something like that, and he was talking about how it was Flow Rider. Like he went, Joe Fat Joe went to. Uh, this Jewish guy's uh, bat mitzvah or something like that, and they were like, "Hey, man, what we really want is if you can get Flo right here to do, you know, a couple of couple of songs or whatever, and like we'll pay him two hundred grand cash or whatever." And I guess Flo Rider was the dude's next door neighbor, and then Flo Rider's like, "Nah, man, my price is five hundred grand or something like that," and he was just like, "Nah, I just can't do it." And he was like, "Man, this is twenty minutes worth of work or something." He's like, "Nah, my price is my price." I'm like, That's, I, "I don't know what your pockets look like, but." That's yeah. a good amount of money for a little amount of, amount of for work. For 20 minutes. So for somebody like, Sh and I say that to say this, somebody like Shakur Stevenson, okay, I understand you you know your worth, but especially as, as talented as you are, it's easy money. Easy Just money, bro. Just like, that's the reason why Mike Tyson was able to fight so much yes. in his first couple of years of boxing. It's like, it's easy, easy work, work, you're getting paid, and yes. you're, you, there's not, there is low risk. There was low risk to that. I'm like, yes. you're, you're heads yes. and shoulders yes. talent-wise above everybody else. Um, so so if yeah. it's not really pricing yourself out, it's like, hey, man, I'll beat them up for a couple bucks. I mean, you're not, you get the pageant record. Right. You get a payday. Yep. And you, get, you, you stay not having ring rust. That's, so it's one of those things. It's just, I mean, but, you know, I don't know what their pockets are, but maybe they're just living, you know, 
living high off life. He has a fight coming up on uh, November 16th. Correct. Uh, um, And and even Timothy Bradley is already saying that it's going to be easy work for him. Yeah. It's one of these things where he he originally signed with Mayweather Promotions. He Mm -hmm. got out of that to sign with Top Rank because he felt Top Rank was a little bit more skin in the game. Which, which he was correct on as far as promotion-wise because they, they're more consistent with having fights. But at the same time, he's with the guy who started the, the promote, the having only his fighters fight each other with, with less of a roster. Mm. You know? So that also is hurting him as well. Um, and at the same time, now we, we're seeing other fights get made. You know? And the best fights out there, I mean, the fact that Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia probably fought earlier than what any promoter would want. Yeah. Shows that fighters are trying to get it done. Mm-hmm. But now Shakur put himself in a spot where he can't negotiate it as much. Yeah. Because it's all Bob Arum who's going to go off his traditional values until he dies, which is probably another 100 years. Would you still watch Ryan Garcia fight? Um if he has when he fights this coming up here against uh, Oscar Duarte so I don't understand what everybody's so consistent about this. Oh, it's like he lost to a good, a great fighter. Great fighter. So like, what is like? There's no, there's yeah. no risk in that. So it's just some people. Yeah. It's it, that, that's why it was such a big deal when Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence fought because two undefeated fighters mm-hmm. in their prime. Yeah. That means every other title match was with dudes that had losses. That's, yeah. It's part of it. Exactly. It, yeah. Like there's one of the reasons why. What was the last time Keith Thurman fought? Who? None time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's well, uh, uh, doesn't he have a scheduled fight with Clarissa Shields? <laughs> I think it's... A, yeah. Um, mm. I don't think that's actually going to happen. Unless mm. you... Unless... And, and, and if, if win or lose, somebody has to get a domestic violence charge in this. No matter oh, what. God. No matter what. And, and if he... It's even worse, too, if he loses. Well, because... I'm I'm disgusted with it either way, man. Either like way. the fact it that he, be yeah, I don't I don't care for I don't care, I don't, I don't care if it's for charity or anything like that because like one for Keith Thurman is a lose lose and two Clarissa Shields love you to death girl you're a female. There, there, there's, this, there's there's man strength is there's real. there's not even levels to this. There's just like there's a reason why these divisions are these divisions. Yeah, and uh, Ryan Garcia farts on fights on farts fights on December second. Um, against Oscar Duarte. Now that dude is a dude that I recommend to look up because he seems pretty dangerous and it's 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 more of a risky fight than most promoters would put their fighter in a position of. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Now this is the last trivial question here because I know we both saw the Wu Tang, and this is a hypothetical: Who wins out of the twins, the Charlos or Raekwon and Ghostface? First of all, Ray and Ghost, man. Of course. They they got the street cred to back it up, man. They they don't it's, when Ghost had a, saw when Ghost when Ghost had a problem with Action Bronson, we saw how that turned out. Yes. When Raekwon had fifty shook in the lobby of New York City of like what is it the Hit Factory, mm-hmm. Wu Tang does not they're not nobody to fuck with. When Joe Biden thought he was a little bit better than Method Man, <laughs> <laughs> they showed up and slapped him at the trailer. <laughs> so it's no that's that goes without saying, yeah. man. And no, no charges, no rests or anything. So they're definitely ahead of the Charlo. So I just wanted to clear that up pretty well. All right. That was a rhetorical question. It was. It was. Now, um, we have fights in the past that we, we could talk about. Janabek, we haven't covered. Um, I didn't watch that one. It's, it's 168 pounder. It's, it's an, he, I think it's another one who might be cursed by the top ranked promotional thing. Um, who, did he, he fight, who did he fight last after that? It's an um I don't remember who he fought before that. It was somebody that wasn't a big name, but he fought. Oh, he unified a belt in the division, 168. And there hasn't been a unified champ since Triple G, Canelo. Or the, I'm sorry, at 160. And he fought an Italian dude that he m- mopped up in like four rounds. Pretty easy, actually. Um, but it was decent to watch. This is a guy I think will have trouble getting fights because of his promoter, and he's also pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. And then we had also... Um, there's Tim Tazu fought. This mm-hmm. is a dude that I like Tim Tazu kind of. You like him because his daddy. But that's the problem also. Because he also is trying to make himself look too much like his daddy. With got the you know, the rat tail. It wasn't in style when his dad rocked it. It hasn't been in style since the eighties, you know? And and then it was and it was a white trash look, really. You know? And maybe some skaters. So not and then, he, but the dude he fought though, Jesus Ramos, was the guy who knocked out the the towering inferno, Sebastian Fandora. 
Uh, Brendan Mendoza? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Sebastian Fundora was that's the tower. No, guy. no, I'm talking about oh, who the, beat the, up. Yeah, the yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but he he handled him. He he was he was game, but he handled him pretty easy. Yeah, it looks like he beat him by an average about four or five rounds, depending on the scorecards. Um, we're waiting for. I mean, we already talked about his record before. Man beat Carlos Ocampo, Tony Harrison, yeah. Terrell Gusha. Uh, I mean, uh, Dennis Hogan. So Jeff Horn. Yes. You know, he's still undefeated fighter, man. He was, and he's one of those names too that were uh, that they're talking about as far as like with Terrence Crawford as well yeah. too. Uh, Tim Tzu, twenty-four and zero with seventeen KOs. He's the soul taker. He great nickname. I need to see more against better opposition. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not sold on him. I don't. I, I don't think he had. He could touch Terrence Crawford today, um, or any day, or any day, or any week, any day, or any month. And then uh, I believe Keyshawn Davis fought recently. I think on that fight card. Yeah, right? uh, Keyshawn Davis. Uh, Keyshawn Davis did fight earlier, and it was one of those things where he's really good. He's very, very good. But <laughs> one of the things is I don't like about him, even though he's a, a Virginia he, native. He gives me that boner vibe. No, he reads his press. He reads his press clippings. Yeah, like when you can tell he's in a fight, you can tell he's dominating the fight and he looks good. Mm -hmm. And but then he just lets off the gas. Admiring he his let, own work. Admiring his own work, yes. and that's going to come back and bite him. It, it can come back and bite him. So mm -hmm. hopefully, one of the one of the main things is we um, when we talk about Adrian Broner, it was the people the boner. Okay, one of the people who his corner, mm -hmm. his corner, is like look. You need to you need to settle down. You need to come be a professional about this. One of the reasons why we love the Terrence Crawfords and the Shakur Stevenson mm -hmm. and stuff like that—they're professionals. So even yes. when they're dominating the fight, they never take their foot, foot off, off the, the gas. gas. Yep. And then uh, with well, Keyshawn Davis, he did that, and so he got—I think he got hit unnecessarily. I mean, it's one thing—it's one thing to you know get hit and trying to test somebody's power, but late in the fight when you are dominating. You, you just never know. It only takes one to put your lights out. We've seen it multiple times over the you know over mm -hmm. the years in the history of boxing, man. It you know, Keyshawn to me right now is at a is a major crossroads in his career because he's he's about about the point where he, his personality gives off the the vibe that he can make a bad decision that's not even boxing related that can affect him, or believe his own stuff too much and just get caught. So I and, yeah. I and I'm not too familiar with who he has around him. Like with yeah. Shakur, if Shakur, if I didn't know that he was co-managed by Andre Ward, I would be worried about Shakur making a bad decision. But when you got the Son of God basically looking over your shoulder, you know, I don't think I don't think he has a character of a you know a little angel and devil that pops up on his shoulder. Just two mm -hmm. Andre Wards. Yeah. And then that's as a lucky position to be in. But I'm, you know, that's financial reasons for Andre Ward. Yeah, he's still young, nine and zero with six knockouts. And one of the things about him. Is it, you got a sixty six and sixty six point six went uh, not KO percentage, mm -hmm. but you put pressure on your fighter, you're getting more knockouts than that because you are you are great at with your distance, mm -hmm. you have great IQ, you have great hand speed, and you and if you stay putting pressure on people, you have the power to uh, get them out of there. So those are one of those things, especially when you're dominating a fight. We don't want to see you dominate to a unanimous decision. Yes. If you're going to dominate, dominate to the unanimous decision. All right. Now, the next thing, the thing I have on the topic I put, is, is I just wrote Fury controversy. And that's not just referring to Tyson Fury. Because a lot of people think Tommy Fury, uh, the dude KSI got robbed in a non-sanctioned fight. And, uh, but, but both of those are a fighter, pro fighter, fighting a non-pro fighter. One happened to be MMA, one was a YouTuber. Um... Tommy Fury, I thought, won a boring fight. KSI just not on that level, but he didn't look very good at all. Now, the Tyson Fury versus Nagano is the one everybody wants to hear about. So much that Bryce has an opinion on this one. Oh, what, <laughs> what is your opinion on it? We're going to give you the floor first. No, where do, where do we start? To be honest, like, um, I think boxing is a beautiful sport. I agree. That's why we're doing this, baby. Mm -hmm. But yeah. the business of boxing mm -hmm. is terrible. It's corrupt as fuck. Oh, uh, corrupt. Yeah. 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 Um, that's where it reared its ugly head that night, man. Mm -hmm. In what way? In that um, that split decision. 
It was it was a horrible decision. Did you watch the whole fight? Yes, I did. I did too. Am I the only one who thinks Tyson Fury actually won the fight? You got to take it from the champ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to take it from the champ. I don't. I mean, even with the knockdown, don't know if he necessarily did enough mm -hmm. to warrant him being the champ or taking it from him. And and, and it's we've said this with every fight, so even with people who have better odds than with mm -hmm. him. It's like you you got to take it from him. Yeah. And then I thought. For his first professional boxing fight, I thought Mike Tyson did a great job of getting prepared, like as a fighter, and getting him in there boxing, and uh, the mentality with it. But his ability I, to cut off the ring, yes, and, and that's one of the great dude, things I saw about him. Nothing that's came out since about Tyson Fury not taking his serious training wise. He hasn't. He has no excuses. He's not yeah. one for excuses. And nothing came out from anybody's camp also. So mm -hmm. that makes it a little bit more impressive to see Nagano do that because. Mm -hmm. But I believe Tyson also thought he was just going to. School this guy exactly because he should have. He should have. He, he should have because like if I, if I put Ngano in there with Deontay Wilder, I think Deontay Wilder knocks him out. I, 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 I you guys I, have it, said it too before. Styles it, make fights. Styles yeah, makes fights. Yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. and so and then because like and I, I've changed my perspective on this over the course of the years. Like uh, at. Anthony Joshua, at the height of his powers, I thought he would run the table between everybody because Tyson Fury, as you can see with this, has a problem with, with power. Mm -hmm. he, has a, he has a problem with power, and I thought that Anthony Joshua was a good boxer with great power. Mm -hmm. He just ain't got no heart. Tin man. And that's the curse with him. Yep. And then you got Deontay Wilder. He has all the power, all the heart. But no technique. Yeah, can't 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 work on his fundamentals. Yeah, relies on his power too much. And then and then with and this is the Styles make fight. And yeah. this is you know Tyson Fury. He has the heart. Mm -hmm. He has the talent. Yep. But he doesn't have the power. He just overwhelms you with punches, and he just puts yeah. it. He just He's puts so it. He puts it together like like a Terrence Crawford would do. Breaks you down. And then so um, I thought he should he should walk through. This is one of our biggest arguments and biggest debates that we had on this. We say MMA fighters can't go in there and go to boxing. It's easy. It's easier to go from boxing to MMA, to MMA than MMA to boxing. We we talk about how there's many people who are like twenty and zero in boxing. And you're like, hey, this is a prospect. He mm -hmm. he could be good. We got to see Tim Tazu. We just had him up. What yeah. I say, he's twenty four and zero with seventeen yep. knockouts. And we're like, he. We need to see him fight better opposition. Yes. We know it's easy to pad the records and all that kind of stuff yes. like that. That's why it's just like that's when we say. You need names under your belt to mm -hmm. so to to actually know where you, your caliber of fighter is. So, um, I thought Tyson Fury was supposed to walk through this guy, and he didn't. So, yes, yes, agreed. Now, when I scored the fight, I I had Tyson Fury winning by one round, maybe okay. two at the most. Okay. So it was definitely yeah, a close, close. fight. And I've had to tell everybody there's a difference between robbery and controversy. Yes. And that's something I heard from Max Kellerman. Oh yeah. And and uh, so many people. Is just, was just hung up on the knockdown. Yeah. Now, Tyson Fury's look on his face with the knockdown was probably the best expression ever. Because like, he got. Are you popped. doing this to me? It, 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 was, it was similar. It was. It was just like the Great White Hype, except he actually he's, got knocked yeah, down. And he's hurt, he's you like, know? you trying to embarrass me on TV in front of everybody. He even <laughs> gave him props after. It was like, good shot. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then there's only two clear rounds of domination: the third round, and the eighth round, is where he really dominated Fury. Mm -hmm. um, I did like that Fury got caught being a little sneaky with the elbow. Everybody seen the album, I, right? You know, it's one of those things. I'm a, I'm I didn't a, tell everybody. I'm a, I'm a purist, man. Yeah. I'm a purist, man. And it's like, I don't like any th forms of like blatant cheating. Yes. It'd be one thing. I've seen the Mayweather go through with the punch and he's, it slides into yes. the elbow. He's got to, he's But the okay, that's sneaky. That's yeah. sneaky. Mm -hmm. That was just a thrown elbow. Yeah. That was literally a thrown elbow. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like, that, that was just blatant like that. Yeah, just. Yeah. It's, it was it, it was it was disgusting to watch. And I I'm was like, telling everybody too that it happens in boxing all the time though. It's it's yeah. It's, it's all the time it happens. Yeah. Now this was a magnified moment in a mm -hmm. big fight that turned out bigger than what anybody would have expected. Yeah. And obviously, and the best crossover fight ever made. Well, now I'm worried about this sparking more crossover fights that shouldn't be made. And that's where I would say I was disgusted and yeah. I'm disappointed in where it's going and mm -hmm. where it's going in the face of the hands of the promoters and what they're going to do. Because like we're seeing like the two biggest fights where people are saying the crossover because you are bringing people over there. It's like, hey, I like this fighter. He has power. Yeah. I don't know anything about Tyson Fury, but I'm going to watch him. The only thing they know about him is that he beat Deontay Wilder. Well, you know, so familiar with the trilogy. They are yeah, familiar with that Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you had, to, you had to see that three times for you to actually remember who he was. And, and then, I've, I've 
And that's one of those things, too. Now, for Francis Ngannou, though, a career in boxing is definitely could be on the horizon. I know that's what he wanted to do first, before MMA, but mm-hmm. couldn't get a trainer, couldn't get anything behind it. So that's how he landed in MMA. So for this scenario here, if I was Tyson Fury, I mean, this is going to be an overreaction judgment call, too. I'm going to say he fights Usyk, beats Usyk, hopefully, and then give I would give Nagano an immediate rematch, and then you should do what Tyson Fury should have done the first fight. I should have looked deeper into it. Is the fight still on? Because Fury, I was certain I read something where it's off as of right now. Well, let me look, let me look it up. Let I, me look it up. Actually. It's Saudi money, so it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. It's yeah. just, dude, you were just in a, a war and then you're gonna fight. Con- yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just like you. If you walk through them, then yeah, as we always talk about, it's like, hey, man, you should fight again in a month because you didn't really work hard. But yeah. like, hey, bro, desperation is a stinky cologne. You threw right. that elbow because <laughs> you were in danger. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, too. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that Francis Ngannou originally trained at 22 years old, trained for boxing. Yes. Okay, and that then, makes that makes more sense. Yeah. That and makes then more when sense because he, he didn't look like a novice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then when he went, he tried to sneak in to Spain. He got caught, got mm-hmm. sent back to yep. Cameroon, and then he did it again. He got all the way to Paris. You know, he, he got caught six times. Yeah. S- dropped in the middle of the desert. Yep. Not even it, like a place. It was yeah. like the middle of the desert. In like Morocco or something. And they're yeah. like, they thought he was going to die. And by the seventh time is when he got to France or whatever. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, that and, story's crazy. And he's like, yeah, it's better than the sand mines I grew up in. Yeah. <laughs> like, so all the way up to January 13th on Boxing Scene, they do not have Tyson Fury uh, scheduled. scheduled here, uh, Usyk. And even on BoxRec going on uh, Tyson Fury's uh, page, it doesn't have it scheduled on there either. Try, try just a simple Google search. See what pops up. Okay. For that one. Um, okay. So my producer Price here, Bryce, uh, let me see. Would you give me a rating just on that crossover fight? Just for entertainment purposes, the overall fight value itself. Let's see, yeah. That, like I'm a I'm a, a combat sport purist. And I, I mean, I really, that that's something that drew me to yeah. it. Fury Usyk world title fight pushed back early next year. That was from The Guardian a day ago. Okay. Talking about it. Go ahead. Probably give that fight an eight. An eight? Yeah. Overall quality? What would you think? Uh, I would I would give it... I'm already going to start it lower just because of... I don't like the crossover fight, but the actual fight, I'd give it a seven because it was better than expected. Mm-hmm. So it's... <laughs> whatever... Like when I first saw Men in Black, I was like, "This is gonna be trash." And I was like, "When I start off with such low, when I start off with really low expectations, it's kind of hard to, Mm -hmm. you know, when I go into a no expectation, it's kind of easy to ramp up and go to a higher." So I'd give it a seven just because it was entertaining, wins by a round, like you know those type of things Mm -hmm. that that makes boxing great. But then also it sucks because it's just like, "Oh, that was close." It's just like Mayweather Fury. Yeah, I mean Mayweather uh, McGregor. It's Mm -hmm. like when you make it closest. The argument, and they can do it again, which is yeah, which is a, a show. Yeah. It's more of a show than it actually yeah. is, you know, entertainment. And that's it's always where, at a show. And but the thing is, man, there was a sense of pride of boxing back in the day, man. I'm sound like one of these old geezers now, <laughs> man. But it's just, and this is the same reason why I don't watch the NBA as much yeah. as much as I used to now because it's it's come more about you know people getting paid, and I'm all for people getting paid. I'm all for it though. No but the it. purity of the sport is becoming it's, champion is be winning. It was just like, you know, you hear Mayweather say, hey, I just want to make a lot of money. I want to fight. Mm-hmm. But when you heard Mike Tyson talk back today, I want to be the heavyweight world champion. I want to be champion. I want to be champion. Like, those are the people that is like, with Terrence Crawford, I want to be champion. Oscar yes. De La Hoya, I want to beat. I want to run the table. I want to be, cha- I yeah. want to be champion. And mm-hmm. we just don't have that. I mean, even Shakur Stevenson says it, but he's like, that's not worth it. The, like, they didn't care where, Terrence you know. Terrence Crawford's the, probably the, the only fighter right now that I could think of that that's what he wanted was belts. Yeah, that's and exactly he, he what he wanted. he took the fights he could take until he can get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm on the same page with both of you guys. Seven, eight, I'm right there with the entertainment value of it. And and I'm glad you brought that thing about the purists, both of you, just because it's it's one of those things I'm surprised that more fighters aren't taking that approach about keeping it pure because it's one of the things the NFL does correct is how much they protect this shield, the NFL shield so itself. In the... In 
And I get it, just like I said. So it's we've watched we've watched it from college sports, how they exploit players. Mm-hmm. We've watched it from boxing, was from promoter with Don King and how he exploits fight. So and this is the reason why I, I just like I said, I love the fact that the boxers are taking their career into their own hands, but it's too much to the point where they're all worried about the money. Mm-hmm. And I and I and it sounds terrible because it's like I want them to get paid, but it, it's just like the NBA. I saw something the other. I saw something the other day. It they was have like, to. They have to want to protect it as much as we want them to. Yeah, and that's and that's what it comes down to. It's just like, are you trying to make a living? Or are you trying to be a champion? It just seems like it. It's more of like a money grab than yeah. it is actually wanting to win. Yeah, and, and that's the and that's the reason why Michael Jordan's the goat. He yeah. wanted to. He wanted to win, mm-hmm. not longevity to get all these records so he can be called the goat he just wanted to win and that's what he came down to and that's what he's always said he said winning right he said no he was drunk still before no but winning took precedence over everything yes like he like he made his money and that's gonna and that's gonna come yeah but the winning took precedence over Over everything everything. yes and you want it and you wanted to and even he he said he was like kobe said it he was just like how am i gonna he was like I have to go against these guys because mm-hmm. if I sit out, then it looks like, oh, you're trying to avoid them. No, they the the process is in the grind and yes. trying to go through these people. And it's like you're proving your best. We do every everything we do, we do to prove that we're the best. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just human nature, and this goes back to the beginning of time. That's why I don't debate. I don't debate Kobe. I mean, I don't debate LeBron and Mike anymore because I tell everybody Kobe was better than LeBron. <laughs> and you have an argument for you know that, and I'll, and I'll give you that. You have yeah. a huge argument for that because, exactly. like, at the same time, at the end of the day, it is winning. It is. It, it is. is. It is winning. It's just like, what did uh, what did my man say in uh, Troy? History remembers kings. Yep. That's it. I don't. I couldn't give you the details. And as far as the far as history goes out, you know, as more we go into the future. We're going to know, know less and less and less about stats. All we're going to know is just the mi- minor detail. Who won? Who won? Did you exactly. win or you didn't? And this, is, and this I is, I think, some of this that what we're experiencing in boxing, too. This is, this is it's, it's, it's the, um, I'm trying to think how to explain this, but it, this is the after, it's the aftermath of the post-Mayweather era. Yeah, you know, it, it fell apart. It really fell apart it did, after it he did. did it. It, so, did. it was and during it too, because we mm-hmm. t- we t- we talked about it a long time. We needed him to retire a yeah. lot early because he was holding boxing hostage. Yes, everybody wanted to hold out, be undefeated, cash cow, get that fight. You're not going to get hurt. You're doing that, and it's just like, okay, I watch this man be undefeated and make all this money, but you money. don't, but you don't have the star power like he did. And not only that, when we remember Mayweather in the future, it's because of his fighting style and what he did to win yeah no one's gonna think about money mayweather pretty yeah. boy floyd they're gonna go floyd mayweather hall of famer un- retired undefeated but mm-hmm. dominated everybody but, and, and, and his resume is impeccable yes his resume is impeccable. we talk about manny pacquiao resume is impeccable we talk we talk about gabe, gabe rosado we talk yeah. about gabe rosado who has double digit losses mm-hmm. and we st- and he's still a favorite and we spec him on the show yes because of his resume yes. man it's just like you you get paid because i mean you still stay relevant because of who you fought man yeah. and when you fight and when you fight when you fight like yeah. gary russell jr yeah once a year and this, that's all he wants to fight it seems like well i mean he went through a lot obviously in his personal life but he's he's a guy i would be surprised he's, if he leans toward just being a trainer and no longer fighting soon because mm-hmm. he's got his his the other Gary Russell, his brother, yeah. who's undefeated. So, I hopefully for any young fighters that are out there listening, or even young fans, or the or if the sport of boxing itself is listening, take it, our advice here and let's focus on the sport. Everything else, it, it, there's an old saying in sports. You know, if you take care of the, take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. Yeah, and those are the little things is just. Pride in your job. Pride in what you're doing. Yeah, that's what it is too. That's it's what it it's is. a it's a sense of pride, and mm-hmm. I think that goes with with work. Period, man. It's like when you take pride in your work, more times than not, it takes care of itself. There's yes. there's times where you're going to be unappreciated, and we get that yeah. like just in the in a sense of the level. But yeah, I think it's I think it's weird how I get somebody like Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. You're undisputed. Mm-hmm. You're undefeated. I I get that. Not impressed, though. I'm not impressed, but it's just like a lot of these people are minding their work and they haven't done nothing. It's just mm-hmm. like they're 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 focusing on what 
could be instead of what actually is. Shakira Stevenson is an amazing talent. He's one of my favorite fighters. I love him. But it's just like so you haven't accomplished enough. That's not, not, not enough. You to have warrant no, what you're doing. And you have no negotiation power at all. At, at all. all. At all. At all. Now, do you hear about before we change before I change the subject real quick, if you were Naganu's promoter, boxing promoter, mm -hmm. what fight would you go after for him if he was going to continue boxing? Probably something with low hanging fruit. Really? Uh, like honestly, like I would go okay. after a low hanging name. Yeah, that's, that's no, that's what I'm mm -hmm. saying. Low hanging fruit, like you know, whether it's a uh, Andy Ruiz or something like that. Like He's here, the first person that popped in my head too. Are you I, serious? Yeah. Look at this telekinesic, mm -hmm. telekinesic. Yeah, somebody like that, where it's just like, hey, I can definitely do this. Yeah. FA Jogbe fights tomorrow. I have that written down too, because um, <laughs> there's actually some history on that fight. If you, off the top of your head, Bryce, who would you have the Ganu fight if you were his promoter? To be honest, I would have said Joshua. That, that's that's also, that's also my second okay. choice. But the reason why I thought Andy, because he's the one who gave him his first loss, but he might be a little too small for Naganu, and he's probably smart enough not mm -hmm. to fight. But Anthony Joshua would be my go-to if I was Eddie Hearn or anybody, mm -hmm. because that's a very winnable fight, but also losable mm -hmm. fight for yeah. Francis, mm -hmm. and a good test. But also, I think I don't think he should get the immediate rematch. I yeah. think it should, yeah, he should, Usyk should happen, and then definitely. if they both win, come back together. Yeah, but and, if I was Tyson, Tyson Fury should only... Uh, Tie up that loose end, assuming that he beats Usyk. And when I say low hanging fruit, like those are good names. Yeah. I still like those would be good fights. I still have those people being favored. But I'm talking about where it's something like, like a Joe Joyce. Yeah, uh, that's a, Joseph Parker. Somewhere where it's just like you're yeah. still a name, but you're still you're Luis still Ortiz. beatable. Luis Luis Ortiz. That would, yeah, that'd be a good one. That's right there. A, that's another one I had in the chamber as well too. So all right. Now, no, we'll go ahead and go off of the Fury controversy here. Still love Tyson Fury. Still one of my favorite fighters. Very entertaining. Um, have have yet to watch the Netflix show. The same. Yeah, I, well, I'm not, life, I just, life gets in the way, man. Well, I'm also I'm not a reality TV guy. Me I thought neither. even because it was him, I could do it. Mm -hmm. But I got like twenty, maybe ten minutes in, mm -hmm. and then even my girl was like, I don't want to watch this. So now back to Haney, and he has a fight coming up. Progress. Have you heard the, the chatter going on there? Nah, so bro. word on the street be that you know he he started his career in Mexico because he was under eighteen, didn't make the Olympics, so he wanted to start fighting as a pro. So his dad they moved they in California fought in Mexico. Now the word on the street is that apparently they paid for some losses to become wins. That's what people are talking about. And this is Haney. That's yeah, and Progreus brought it up at a, at a press conference. And was like, hey, I'm not saying you did or didn't. I'm just telling you what I heard. And this is coming from credible sources. He said, I could, and, and I think he, in the press conference, he even told me, he's like, I, I can tell you off camera who said it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's mind games or how, there's always some truth to, to everything. So, but if, if it is, it's still a great mind game tactic. Do you remember what Andre Ward said about the Sergey Kovalev fight when he talked about this sport is small? Mm hmm. He was like, I hear things that's going on in their training camps, and we always hear about things that's going on in other people's training camps, like in people that they're fighting. It's like there's a lot of it. It's just like CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Like we we don't have to be in those gyms to know what's going on because the community is small. Yeah. So it's like it's a, a lot of these things is even when we even when we talk about urban legends and myths and rumors, a lot of that is based off of some truth. We don't yeah. know the whole truth. We don't know who's there, who said it, but it came from it came from somewhere. Danny Trejo made a lot of money because he got wind that Tyson was not training in Japan for Buster Douglas. That he was out partying, doing everything, and mm -hmm. bet like ten grand on Bust Tyson to lose. So the chatter's out there, and yeah. it is small. So we, and you'll yeah. hear about it. So with Progress calling him out on that, it, it's that's a good mind game tactic, especially with with Haney being as skilled as he is. So I don't know how truth it is, but I think that's uh, it. It makes the fight a little more interesting. Haney should be able to outbox Progress, but I don't know. It, we'll see what happens on that one. We'll see what ha we'll see what happens. Like we Progress will say it. He's like he's. Haney's a better boxer than him, though. But the heart and the chin, we saw him have a lot of problem with um, Lomachenko. And Progress is nowhere near a skilled boxer as him. But if he puts that pressure on him, like Lomachenko is not the powerful like him to keep and put that pressure on He's him so where small. every shot, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it could be, I think it's funny because like we haven't seen Progress, we haven't seen Rougarou out 
and about, so we don't know which kind we're getting. And then, like, his, his last time when the chips were on the line, really, was Josh Taylor. Mm. Underwhelming performance. And then what's wild about some of this stuff is, like, when it comes to somebody like Devin Haney, I think about... Who was it I think about? It's just, like, no matter what, what you accomplish, it's like, oh, Danny Garcia. Danny, mm-hmm. I'm like, I still don't believe it. Yeah. Like, even when he was, like, like yeah. all the time, like, all the way up into the Keith Thurman fight, I'm just like... I'm not. I'm not believing it. Yeah. I'm not believing it. So it. It's just. I couldn't even. I couldn't even handpick or put my money on who. I honestly would put. I honestly would put my money on whoever is the underdog in that fight. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's probably a good assessment if you're gonna bet money on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. I, I feel the same way with you about Haney. He's really good, but there's so many people out there that I think that he just can't beat. Yeah. No, I, I'm not convinced he can beat Tafima Lopez right now. Um, I, I don't think he beats Tank. He definitely doesn't beat Shakur. Yeah. But those are the, those for your class. Those are the top dogs that yeah. you you're on a crossroads with them. Yeah. You're gonna have to face these guys sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to Jorge Linares for finally retiring. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's necessarily his decision. Man, I think the, I think Boxer retired to him because he got like, knocked out. He had a fight recently. Got knocked out. I think in the third or fourth round or something. Mm-hmm. And it was against like an up and cover. He was fed to the wolves on it. But shout out to Jorge Linares. A lot of good entertainment. Only fighter to knock down Lomachenko professionally. Yeah. And he did rock Devin Haney at, on the fight. He got schooled. That's, so let's talk about F.A. at Jagba. So this is not, not a big fight weekend. We got a cruiserweight fight going on. Um, that's not going to be, I don't think it's been televised in the U.S. But then we have F.A. at Jagba versus Joe Goodall. Joe Goodall. Do you know the history of these two? No, I do not. They fought in the amateurs. Joe Goddard edged him out, won by points. And they've also have used each other as sparring partners to prepare for other fights. Oh. So these guys are very familiar Familiar with with each each other. other. That's why they got bumped to the main event. That's why it became a main event fight for it. And it's also top rank. I think they they want to know what they have left with a a jog bay. They need to know because this dude was on a clear path. A dude walked out. Mm-hmm. the ring on a face-off against him. So, like, it's one of those things where... And then he gets schooled by that one Cuban dude I forgot on the fight card. So, and then yeah, he looked... Look did, didn't look good mm-hmm. in his last performance either. I'm not familiar with Joe Goodall. Name sounds very... I don't know, lawyerish. I guess you would say. You know, I'm picturing blonde hair, blue eyes, maybe a chiseled chin, jaw. But he's Australian. So there's a lot of f words. You lost to Frank Sanchez, and then that's who it was. So Kadal's ten and zero. And then uh, then remember when he fought uh, Zan Kubasaki, whatever mm-hmm. um, dude was disqualified for kept hitting him with the low blows. Yes, yes, right. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Now Joe Kadal has ten and zero. How many KOs he got? Nine. And then a. Uh, a Jogbe got like a he's like an eighty eight percent knockout ratio yep. or something, right? So this is should be a short fight. So what we want to see? We don't see. I mean, the thing is, you go in there is yeah, Javier Jogbe is uh, eighteen and one with thirteen knockouts. But it looks like how much do you how much do you know your fighter? Because it's like you don't are you giving him everything and you're giving him everything in sparring? Well, or are I, you holding off a couple things and working on some things? So those are the, those I, are. I don't think fighters ever give each other anything in sparring unless it's like a unless it has nothing to do with preparations for a fight. It's just pride. Yeah, exactly. Then you then you see some doghouse rules, um, but I think this fight, and this is because, and this is my prediction, the winner of this fight will get fed to Big Baby, my man uh, Jared Anderson. Jared Anderson. Yeah. He's also a top ranked guy, but he's, he's uh, um, went to distance for his first time and recently. So, and also this style-wise, with just without knowing much on Goodall based on his record, this is gonna that's a good matchup for Jared Anderson. I've been uh, I bought a brand new chess set, and uh, and I've been playing I've been playing chess a little bit more. And what's funny about the sport, uh, without getting into too much details, there comes a point where all your pieces in there, and then there is a crossroads where. As when me and my cousin Squeak used to play, he used to quote Biggie. 
somebody's got to die. Mm-hmm. If I go, you got to go. Yep. So you get to that point in chess where it's just like, all right, pieces are going to start getting taken. And I feel like we've been on the bridge of that with boxing for a long time. It's like, we was like, okay, they, they have to come, they, they have to collide. And it's like, and if you do something like uh, Big Baby Jared Anderson versus F.A. Ajagbe, hopefully that'll be one of the starts we like, just like with the Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. It's just mm-hmm. like, we should see more people clashing because of this, because, yes. you know, once one domino falls, the next one has to, you know, these O's have yes. got to start going, man. Yes. So hopefully one day we get to a point where it's just like, it's a free for all and we have the four Kings back and then everybody's fighting everybody. I think the sport itself is 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 accepted that part of boxing now because of the rise of like the UFC. Mm-hmm. And now the for MMA fans, just so you guys know, um, you got about ten years left of of the UFC, maybe maybe less probably of the UFC being as dominant as it is. Because if the P- so? if the PFL and Bellator merge, it's just a matter of time before one of these sanctioning world bodies create a world championship MMA belt that's free of leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was Dana White, I would hit up Jose Suleiman now and, and get that done. Because then you're at the reins of it starting, and then you can kind of control the money for as long as you can. Um, and it, MMA is going to get there. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Because there's a lot of fighters now from UFC. Anyways, but I think boxing knows that they are making fights happen within those leagues, and they have to do it because they're, lo- they're losing viewership. With Showtime going down like this, even though Francis Ngannou made more money ever mm-hmm. his entire career. That just that says less about Dana. That says more about Dana White than anything. That he ain't really paying his fighters he should. No, but, he's not. But he's getting the fights that people want to see. Yeah. And that's and that's the pros and cons of a dictator. You mm-hmm. know? So the sport itself, I think, is ready for it. Um, hopefully they act on it. I think we just, unfortunately, we need guys like Bob Arum to kind of fall out and be gone. Because he's really the last old school head still around. Don King's still around. He got Adrian Boner, but that ain't nothing. I was just watching another bit. I was actually watching uh, like one of the snippets or whatever from Kevin Rooney talking about. He was just like, he said, we're, Mike Tyson's a different conversation that Don King never got a hold of him. We're talking about arguably the greatest champion of all time. You know, and for up until Don King... Every promoter was like this to fighters. Yeah. It just it, this one got magnified because of Mike Tyson, yeah. and it was also a black on black crime, realistically. Oh. So you know that's always mm-hmm. good news. But that that's what it was, and it, it's changed the sport because it, it it created Golden Boy was the first you know promoter promotion company that wanted to pay fighters. Mm-hmm. But then also it created the PBC too, because now the PBC they pay their fighters. Now they they'll come quick, but they mm-hmm. pay their fighters. Yeah. So. It's headed in the right direction, money-wise, for boxing and boxers. We just got to make it happen. We just got to make the fights happen. Anything else you want to add? No. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talk is Smack 101. How we winning? My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me. Don't forget to work at the left, baby. I'm out. Cheers.